Bob Bold Nation, and welcome to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. Will, the thrill in Brazil. Trail. In the bubble. He's at Won't Gottlieb on Twitter. Hi, Will. And we are CHO underscore Bulls on Twitter. We got our producer and our pal Joey hanging out with us. Joey! We're back in studio, Dave. We're back in studio. Just knocked and over just the game knocked ball. knocked over the trophy. First time in like forever. <laughs> forever. It's been such a long time. I'm very happy to be here. When I was driving in, I was saying in my head, it's wild that I miss not being at my job. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I miss not being in here. I, I can't really say I've said that. I can't wait any to other come back to work. Do, do you yeah, miss Will. being in the studio, Will? Absolutely. I've been like bouncing around weird bedroom to weird bedroom trying to find a good place to podcast for two months. <laughs> I'm ready to be back at the studio. <laughs> Dude, we got so we got a I, there's an extra chair there. There's yep. a chair there. Yep. There's the, meats and cheese. The, the butts everywhere. of these chair chairs are crying out for your butt, Will. <laughs> Did you guys leave my chair there or you just got rid of it? You don't want oh, no, to, I left it there. It, it doesn't have your name on it or anything, but you in know, my heart it, it does. Keep it warm. Couple more <laughs> in days. my heart, it's there. It's there. There's meats and cheeses. Oh, shout out to Green Ridge so. Farm right out of the gate. Um, I had some delicious sausages for lunch yes. at the office yes. before you got here. Yes, you yes. you would have uh, said thanks, but no thanks anyway. Because I ate the cheese. The you cheese went to the delicious. dark side yes. and uh, don't eat meat. Uh, but oh my goodness, Will, when you get back, you're gonna have to get yourself some of this Green Ridge Farm meats great. and cheeses because bomb. It does smell great. It does smell. Done. There's the there chair. It is, there Will. it is. There it is. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I told you, Thrill. In all of its glory, all the glorious <laughs> is ready for you, Trill. It's ready, It'd be sir. Great. I think I moved my uh, my little circle here onto the chair. So yeah. Like <laughs> See, yeah, put put the that circle. That could be say, you. Go back, go back. Yes. Sit, sit right uh, there. I'm home. Now, now put put I'm the home. circle right there. Yeah. There you go. There it is. There it is, right there. And just and just look at me the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you look like you lost some weight there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> See, you lost some weight. Are you, you calling call, Will fat? Are you are you no. calling Will? Uh, no, I'm hefty? saying Lawrence is is a slender. Yeah, build. Lawrence is very lean. This is a more lean, slender build than stop, Will's. Stop starting drama, peck. Joey. I know. I'm just stirring. I'm stirring the pot. I've got a habit of doing that lately. <laughs> um, before we get into our basketball topics today, we're going to talk about Alice Caruso's romp through Paris, yes. which looked really fun. It did. We're going to talk about the Bulls officially bringing Malcolm Hill back on the two-way, yes. and also kind of what's going on with Justin Lewis, yes. who just had a surgically repaired ACL on the other two-way. Mm. Uh, and then we'll round things out, take a look at that recent uh, annual NBA coaches, GMs, and scouts survey that ESPN conducts for the NBA before every season, asking them some questions about what they think is going to happen in this upcoming season. The Bulls? pretty absent yeah. from any of the answers to all of these poll questions, so we'll talk about that too. But before we begin all of that, I just want to take a minute to uh, congratulate Joey and everyone else who came out all season long. Season oh. started all the way back in May. Yes. CHGO Softball, our inaugural season in the Cup Chicago Media 16-inch Softball League. Yes. We bowed out last night yes. in the season-ending playoff quarterfinal loss mm -hmm. to some very 
quality and worthy competitors over there at Odyssey, oh, yeah. the which of course includes our friends at 670 the score. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um they they are a very good team. Yeah. And they, they, they and they it. showed us our playoff exit. Yeah. <laughs> um but, but you know what? But, but you got that. This right here is the game yeah. ball from our first ever playoff victory, yeah. which we got in round one two weeks ago. Um and here's to many more playoff victories. Here I was what I a went, season. Well said. Sorry. It, I went looking for the game. I couldn't find it. Uh looking for it. To watch that game because I, I did want to check it out, but I did see something else. Did you? I didn't know there was an All Stars. I didn't know y'all had All Stars about this. They yeah. picked an All Star League. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. I saw this, and then I saw. I was like, okay, well, let's see who makes all CHGL Sports. And I looked at the list. It was uh, Kevin. Kevin was on there at first base. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Moreno was on the left field. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying in there, and Brett. Uh, Pomeroy, I'm not familiar with Brett. That's uh, Nick's buddy, Brett. Okay. Who, uh, so Nick you know, up. sort of like we invited friends and family to play all season long, and that's mm-hmm. sort of allowed within the rules of the league. You can okay. invite friends and family of your core, you know, roster. Mm-hmm. And a serious shout-out to Nick and his whole crew because pretty much every week this season, Nick's dad, shout-out to Mo, mm-hmm. he pitched a lot for us when Joey wasn't available to pitch. Shout-out. Uh, his girlfriend, Steph, okay. and then his friends, Brett and Lauren, showed up every week wow. to help us take the field and compete in these softball games. Um, mad appreciation to them. Quick shout-outs also. I brought in some ringers here and then throughout the season when we needed them. Mm-hmm. My friends Trent, mm-hmm. Jules, Coons, Dale, Kira, B. Willie. Appreciate all you guys for subbing in for us. Yes. Will, I will say this. You were missed in the outfield last night. Really could have <laughs> used you. We had some bad, crucial drops in the outfield in the first <sighs> inning when they just jumped out to an enormous lead. And if we had you out there in left field, things might have gone differently. It was, what, 18 to 4? So maybe not that differently. But but uh, they put dangerous. up like 12 or 13 was, in the sad. awful first inning. We played them very evenly after that first inning. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, next year I'll be there. I would love to play some basketball with them, some flag football. I don't know. Let's expand. Let's maybe a little let's golf. Play them in some other sports. Maybe a little so golf. Maybe a little golf after you grab yourself some merch no. from pinsandaces.com. Yeah. We can get pins and aces, but I don't think uh, me golfing against anybody is a good idea. <laughs> oh, and Will, and one more I forgot to mention, right fielder, Matt Peck, all-star on the CACO Sports, baby. All-star, Matt Peck. You heard it. I don't, I don't know who nominated me, but oh. that was a that was a typo and a half. Oh, I was so proud. Hey, Amen. On a quad, on a bad quad. It could have been just for one diving catch I made in right field. I one mean, game, all all season long, I made one very impressive catch in you, right you field. You did go five for five in one game, also, I did. sir. So and, don't and say I, yourself shit. And here. I cranked a great single last night. There it is. Over the head of their shortstop, who, by the way, shout out their shortstop. The great Cody Westerlin, who covers oh, the Bulls for out. 670, shout our out, friend shout out, and man. worthy competitor. Yes. Shout Good out player. to Lawrence Holmes, Lawrence was in their the stud game. first baseman, their yeah. leadoff hitter. Alabama super fan. Alabama super fan. Alabama, man. Congratulations, um, baby. Uh, Gabe Ramirez, who does uh, weeknights on 670. Uh, Dave, you've chatted with him. That I've chatted with stud, him on, on 670 before. That dude can play. He is a great He's competitor a for that team. Yeah, athletic stud, roster. Oh, really goodness. athletic roster. Mad mad respects. They got athletes, And congrats to that 670 slash Odyssey team. They're not playing. Around. They they are charging into the semifinals. <laughs> Listen, I, I didn't love Lawrence's post game comments about Alabama, nor did I agree with them. But the guy was raking. 
all game. Mm-hmm. He was raking out of the leadoff hole. I mean, I told you. Th- you did tell me this. <laughs> this me guy can. This guy can handle the stick. Like yeah. he was. He was line drives directly into the outfield. Me and Ryan were adjusting, mm-hmm. and still just finding the hole. So good player. I mean. I don't know if you're going to be playing in January if Bama shows up like how they did on Saturday, oh, but whatever. Get the Bama beats Ooh. in. Throw it in. let's be honest, everyone loves rooting against the Tide. Well, I don't. Unless you are a Bama fan, they're, they're the Yankees like or the Patriots of college football. I've always kind of like Bama, but I had hey. friends that went there, so, you know. There's that Longhorns cap. Yeah. <laughs> friends and family in Alabama, man, so it's different for me. It's a little different. Eh. But Texas, man, my ex-girlfriend, her mother went to Texas, and – just was all about it, so I became an A and M fan because of that. Yeah, Ooh. how'd that go for you? How did that go for you this weekend? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Texas A and M. Dude, we broke up. <laughs> we broke up, and me and A and M broke up. I don't. So care. yeah, so you should become a Texas fan again. You know, that was not my first ever hat. Joey was a Texas Longhorn hat when I was like in eighth grade. I fell in love with that hat. I wore that means a lot because you're a big hat guy. Yes, and I I loved it. I wore it all. What did the it look time. like? It was white. With the yeah, with the orange brim, and the orange uh, Ooh. snapback. Yeah, no, 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 fitted. Fitted. It was me. Sorry, bruh. but flat brim or no? It was flat. Yes, sir. Okay. Flat brim. Okay. I'd orange. have to look into uh, you know, reuniting you with your old favorite hat. <laughs> you, like, you, you, you guys still on good terms, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> what, what about her mother? Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can. Good terms with her mother. Right. I'm gonna see if I can find that hat me and on her Facebook. Still on good terms. <laughs> me and her, we we cool. You know what I'm saying? We cool. What's happening? <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, you think she's Al- watching? <laughs> in, in her words, yeah. <laughs> she's seen the show. All right. She's seen the show, Will. I'm an awesome guy, like Will. You. <laughs> yes, you awesome are. Person. Yes, you are. All, all of Dave's exes still love him and miss him dearly, I'm sure. And my ex lives in Texas. And, huh? Huh? Exes, exes in Texas. In Texas. Huh? Huh? Look at that right there. Look um, at that. Caruso was not in Texas. He was not. He was in Paris. He was flexing on him. Um, I am jealous, Are but you? hopefully this was just a precursor and Alex Caruso doing us a solid to show us what we should do when we go to Paris in a few months. Okay. Because okay. we're clearly going to go to Paris for this Bulls yeah. Pistons game oh, in yeah, January. We announced, we announced in man. Into existence. Right. Yes. Um, I mean, that picture of him hanging out in the Louvre oh. and the Bulls, you know, put it up on the Bulls Twitter and just, you know, had that caption that everybody says about everything in the sports world on Twitter, put it in the Louvre. Yep. It's just Alex Crusoe standing in the Louvre. In the Louvre. So there. meta, so great. He's there. I, does, he, does he have like a professional photographer following him around? Who took these no, pictures I think they are did. I think they, the Bulls combined with NBA Social like sent him with a camera crew. Got it, got to it. To go do some promotional stuff. Because prom- I was like, these pictures are incredible. Right. They are like, pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty nice, man. That looked like somewhere to go to be standing, like right, right in the Louvre, man, just standing there looking cool. Right. I can see that. Next, I can see that. Next so, yes. January. <laughs> yes. It's going to be us, man. Let's do it, man. Um, I also love that picture of him. Uh, he went to the Be In Sports uh, offices in Paris. You know, the it's like an international broadcasting, sports broadcasting company. Okay. Sometimes when you are like, wait, what's Be In Sports? It's like when uh-huh. they're, it's like the round of 64 in March Madness or whatever. Okay. Uh, be In Sports. But he's like, oh, I found this picture of DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> and I should hold it up. Looking menacing in a Bulls jersey at this put, random broadcasting office. put that back up, uh, Joey? It's up, on, it's up on the screen. Oh, mm. uh, now, I'm trying to figure out that Spurs jersey back there in the back. Monclar. I'm not familiar. Neither am I. Will, are you familiar with this? Not familiar. I don't, I don't know who Monclar is, number 27. 
on there. But I mean, shout out to him. He's got his jersey framed for some reason hanging out in the BM studios. So, so Pac Pac wanted to take, you know, a trip to Paris as the CHGO Bowl. So okay. that's what we did. We have some iconic Paris photography. Here we go. Okay, the nice. at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Where's the beret though, Dave? You need I'm a beret. What are you talking about? <laughs> but okay, so I'm curious. I'm not sure if you'll get this reference. I'm hoping you Man, do. I look good right there. <laughs> Uh, Wait, is that Michael K? Oh. Yes. That is Michael Kane. That is Pac as Alfred at the as end of Alfred, Dark Knight. That is Batman, man. Like, oh man, do I, shall I break this scene down for you? Oh man, that is And then there's oh, Goat <laughs> with Anne Hathaway. Ah, this is perfect. Yes. Wait, who, is what's, perfect. what's that one from? That's that same movie. Same knot. movie. Oh my god. First, sorry, Paul, Shirtless Wait. Wonder is outside. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. In yeah. just shorts, by the Oof. way. Just Look at, look at him, look at him, this survey of the scene, got his hands short, on his hips. With a watch on. And a cigarette. Just having a heater. Look at him, take it, look at this man. Oh. He is amazing. Wait, <laughs> He's an amazing does, human being. Does he have a wrist on two wrists? Or it does looks he have a watch like on two wrists? Yeah. Maybe man. one of them's a bracelet. He looks in deep thought, man. Like, he could be an account executive. Go or out there and invite him onto the show. I think I'm gonna. You know I'd do it. You know, you know I'd like to. But... Just, uh, you know, just, sh you know, speaking of Batman, oh, just get him to shoot up. that, uh, you know, like the utility belt zip line over yes. here. <laughs> but, dude, it's the final scene of, of, of Batman, of the Dark Knight, when he, Michael Caine had been on him about retiring. Right. You know, and not playing. And, doing, and he said earlier in the movie, foreshadowing, you know, I hope one day when I'm on vacation somewhere, I'm reading my paper, I hope I just look up and I see you. I remember that line. There. I remember that line. And that's exactly what happened. He looked up, he saw him, he's looking right at him. And he's like, <laughs> you, know, my guy. you know who would love this? Who's this? DeMar DeRozan, Batman, <laughs> biggest fan of Batman in this probably the entire NBA. Oh, yeah. He's got the Heath Ledger tat on one of his biceps, he right? He does have he's that committed. Heath Ledger tat. This is also, true. Also, during like the final stretch last year and during the playoffs, he gave like, he just went on this uh, post-game press analogy of using Batman references for like two or three straight games where he would just like, <laughs> he had like one thing about uh, Bane and I don't know, man. He's just he loves Batman. It's so funny. I'm not mad at him for that, man. I'm, would it be Batman or Shirtless Wonder? I wonder, wonder who's more appealing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Batman. I think I'm, I'm I leaning towards Shirtless yeah. Wonder, man. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm no picture of the human, you know, uh, beauty in the hu form of the human body, but that dude. Hey man, he's got some work to do. The confidence he has in himself <laughs> to walk outside every day like that, like screw all y'all. This is my place. Put my feet up and smoke my heater, as Matt calls it. And just chill out. Look at him, man. Like, oh, look at him. Not a care in the world. I uh, love this guy. Samity in the Offer. comments saying, Born in the Darkness. Uh, Stacey, uh, hashtag Stacey King. Born in the I, Darkness. Okay. I love a lot of the Stacey King-isms that we've gotten over the years. Yeah. His Bane impression. Stacey, I love you. Either get better at your Bane impression or take it out of the repertoire. Hey, Will too? It's bad. It was bad. <laughs> okay, they played the Grizzlies one time in preseason, and he was doing the Bane voice after Desmond Bane for like two months at the beginning yeah. of the last season. It was, so just wait stop. until this year. Then when when let's find out when they play Memphis because it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know it's coming back. Oh, out. I'm I'm sure. You know it's on its way, man. And I can't wait to hear it, man. So I can laugh. Him and Adam mean do it. Adams isn't great either. They they both do it, but they do it in unison, and it's funny. Because they're doing it in unison, man, and it makes me laugh. It does. It makes me I just, laugh. I want to see both of them try a Michael Caine now. <laughs> We've heard their bane. It's bad. Do you have a Michael Caine? No. No. I don't. Uh, it's, uh, it's a hard <laughs> voice to replicate. It is. Yeah. I know. I, like, yeah, it's, got, it's like a Christopher Walken English version of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, at some point. And Lawrence does a lot of great voices, too. He does a lot of things, man, but he can't get that one down. Can you do a Christopher Walken? <laughs> man, yeah, he can do it all, man. Everyone can do a bad Christopher Walken. Yeah, anytime you can do a bad Christopher Walken, you know, you got to do it on the microphone. That was like Christopher Walken with shades of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what is the deal? <laughs> What's the deal with What's the razor the blade What's slots in the bathroom? <laughs> Are people actually shaving in there? Oh, my goodness. Um, We're off the rails already. So, Alice Caruso awesome. went to Paris yeah. to promote Bulls Pistons this upcoming season. Yes. We're going to go. Yes, have you bugged Brandon about it recently? I was on United.com looking at flights this morning. They are very affordable. They are very affordable flights. If anybody out there who's going to be out there or stays out there, get in touch with us. Right. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? Because we'd love to know where to go. You know what I'm saying? Where to hang out, you know. And we'd love to hang out with, hang out with, with any Bulls fans who you. are going. Seriously, man. I know. You know, we, we got some, some Bulls fans who tune into our show occasionally from yeah. all over Europe, but yeah. I'm sure some of them included – uh, friend, and like maybe some people in Europe who are diehard Bulls fans are going to make the trek to Paris themselves. I know Bulls UK said he he wants to make the trek out there. Shout out Jimmy. Yeah, actually I'm going on the, their show this weekend, so I'll ask him then, man. Boom. Do it like flex. I uh yeah. Will uh, have have you continued bugging uh, Jake and uh, Kevin about this? We need to make sure this I think happens. I need to I need to wait until I'm back in Chicago before I <laughs> need to start need to wait till you're back from your two month sojourn down to Brazil. I need to, yeah, before I need you to bug them like about sending full, us to Paris. A full week of being in Chicago before I can really start getting on them. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey man, all I know clearly, Will, you have a valid passport because you needed one to get down to Brazil. Yes, I, I spent part of one of my vacation days uh, renewing, going through the steps to renew my passport because yes. it had expired. I hadn't traveled internationally in years. Do you have a current valid passport? Oh, yes, absolutely. Get on it. Okay. No, I already got it. Wonderful. <laughs> I, mean, I got it. I uh, mean, look at, look at how much fun the DNVR guys had in yeah. Serbia. Like, That's what I'm saying. Amazing. We can do that. That was if amazing. they're allowed to go to Serbia for a week, yeah. we're allowed to go to Paris. Yeah. No, I completely agree, man. I, I'm a person who keeps his passport ready to go. I'm always ready with like my passport. in your back pocket ready? No, no, just up-to-date <laughs> ready. <laughs> it's up-to-date ready. I don't carry it with me everywhere. Oh, one, one of no. those one of those uh, love-scorned exes has tracked Dave down. He's got to flee the country. <laughs> I'm always prepared, man. Look, I'm prepared, bro. I mean, I might just have a drawer with, you know, some money and IDs in it just ready to go. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I'm just... Just letting you know I'm ready is all I'm saying. What, I'm what, what, are there, what are some of the fake names on some of the multiple passports you have? Oh, Jimmy Sloschek is, is, Slosh is one check? of them. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's looking for a Sloschek. Are, are you a hockey player? Nobody, exactly. See, nobody's looking. <laughs> nobody's looking for a Sloschek. They'll let me into those European countries post-haste without any issue. <laughs> Will be no problems, baby. Who's not going to let Slosh check in? Is right. all I'm saying. No, I feel like <laughs> if anyone of the three of us would get flagged at customs, it would be Will. Uh huh. Because he just has that like sly, like like sneaky smart villain in a bad guy look with the glasses <laughs> and the perfectly coiffed hair. They're gonna think it's he's like, Matt Damon. They're gonna let him right through. It's like man. every like someone would look at his carry on and be like, oh, there's all kinds of evil gadgets lurking <laughs> evil in that carry on bag, ready to go. I have my headphones and I have my phone and my laptop and that's all i need in the Just phone to break down break down some bulls games <laughs> the phone turns into a knife yeah <laughs> which turns into a car which allows him to escape i see what you're doing there will right and it has an attachable jetpack of course oh yeah he's got a parachute on deck he's ready to go <laughs> man he's ready for any situation 
so hopefully Caruso had a wonderful time. It's awesome that he went and promoted not only the Bulls' upcoming trip, but was sort of a spokesman for the entire NBA. Because uh, like, there is some footage of him uh, on one of the videos that he and the Bulls released on social of him hanging out at the NBA store in yeah. Paris. Yeah. And like he stepped out of the car. Yeah. Mob scene yeah. of people that were there to see Alex Caruso, you think which is just so awesome. I think that's ever happened to him before. That had to be just an amazing feeling. I, I mean, like maybe at a club in L.A. when he was like, pre, like getting really popular with that Lake Show. Yeah, before COVID shut down the world. Or maybe like Will in Brazil when he's just stepping out. Oh, of the street. of course. Like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Mo- I, mobbed by Bulls fans constantly. Real, I'm sure. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. That's right. That's why he got to go stay in different hotels. He got to keep moving. Exactly. I want the fans exactly. to catch him. Multiple passports. <laughs> <laughs> Our guy hates the comments that Will looks like he'd be on that Army Hammer tip. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I, that is no <laughs> No. Yeah, don't touch that one. You did not. You did not. Let that one go. <laughs> the Army Mm-mm. Hammer stuff Mm-mm. going on. Bad player comp. We're going to go back to youth uh, pass on you, Will. Okay, so, well, uh, then let's talk about Malcolm Hill. Uh, but before we talk about Malcolm Hill, yeah. uh, today's episode brought to you guys by, of course, who else? Points bet. I was wearing a points bet sweatshirt playing softball last night. Yeah. Like, it was a little bit breezy last night. Uh-huh. And those points bet sweatshirts they gave us, point, right? perfect. Yeah, I love For them. just a little bit of crisp fall air. I do appreciate uh, it. This football season, points bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games. Shut up. You can place a live same game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second half over bet. What? With points bet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. Mm. Build the perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game. Together. Spreads, totals, player props, more. Choose the outcome of the next drive. And the next point scored with points bet lightning bets. Oh, man, I was lightning betting like crazy on Sunday. <laughs> so whether you are on the move or on the couch, like I was, couch. do it live on points bet. Do it. Download the points bet app today and sign up with that promo code CHGO to get your first two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services and because football season is back you know what i'm bringing back on tuesdays oh is it probably pick time points bet pick of the week um i'm going football because we don't have basketball yet not yet um well we do have wmba but i don't know enough about this finals matchup to make bets on it i only make smart bets that's right Smart man. Chiefs Chargers, Thursday Night Football. Yes. Right around the corner. Over, under, currently at 54 and a half. Give me the over. Ooh. Two of the most high-octane offenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes combined for like 45 touchdown passes they this did. past Sunday. Mahomes is my QB. And you know what's always fun? Rooting for the over because you put money on it. It is fun. I don't know what it means. <laughs> but it's fun. There it is. I'm rolling Chiefs Chargers over 54 and a half on Thursday night football. That's my points bet pick of the week. How was your fantasy? Oh, 2-0. Two and two in my two leagues to start nice. the season. Good job, man. Good job. Beat my brother and my friend Charlie. Suck it! <laughs> <laughs> well, we know one of the things that sucks about that man in the bubble not being here is he can't attend the awesome things that we're going to be doing here. Mm. And one of them is that Bears tailgate on the 25th. It's going down, y'all. 
Bears versus Texans, the tailgate is going down. So join us for our very first official CHGO Bears tailgate ahead of that Bears-Texans game. Like I said, on the 25th Sunday, the four-hour pregame party begins at 8 a.m. And it goes all the way to the kickoff, y'all. It's all-inclusive tailgate. It's in the experience, and it's at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt, y'all. That's Michigan and Roosevelt. We'll feature, guess what? Check this out. Check this out. Top-rated food truck, mm. brews and booze, Ooh. games, music from a local DJ, all of this for only $34. You see what they did right there? Speaking of Three brews. <laughs> Peyton, sweetness. That's why it's like that, y'all. And I'm not finished. The lot is less than a 15-minute walk to Soldier Field through Grant Park. You cannot beat this, y'all. Limited parking upgrades are also available, but they're going fast, so you might want to get in there and get in there before you be square, all right? So if you want to bear down and hang out with this guy, with this guy, this will be my first Bears tailgate ever. Yeah, you were at the Sox one, weren't you? I said Bears tailgate. Never first mind. Bears tailgate <laughs> Ever. Ever. At, if you want to hang out, y'all, at the biggest and best party in the Windy City, go to allchicago.com. That's all C-H-G-O.com to reserve your spot. Or click now on that link in that description below for more info. Faux show. This is going to be exciting, man. I do. I can't wait. I can't wait to be at Joe. 8 a.m. is early, but. You coming? To the tailgate? Yeah. I'll be there. Carm, you coming? Carm is in. Chris, you in there? Chris is in. Everybody's in there, Everybody's man. coming. Everybody's Lawrence, in. are you coming? Ah, he's producing the show, he said. Well, prove this man. Poor excuse. <laughs> I can't come because I have to produce the pregame show. <laughs> At least Will's got a real excuse. He has, he's actually out of the country. You whoa, 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 whoa. Won't Will? Hard. I'll be there. Will will be back by then. Yeah, nobody's asking. Me. Will's I'll coming home this this Sunday, right? You come home this Sunday. This Sunday. This is two this Sundays is from now. Wait, so you will be in effect? I will the be there. The so you were, you, we're on the fence. This should push you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the fence, Trillennial might be in the building. Oh, oh, he doesn't have a choice. Oh, this is awesome. I will go I will to his that. house and throw him over my shoulder and bring him to the tailgate. <laughs> He will get three feet. <laughs> Quad, quad's still no, a little tender. Still a little tender. <laughs> little tender. I'll be there. Oh, were, great were, to see you, man. You were moving pretty well on the bases last night. Did you see me move from first to third last night? I was. I said, "Get on your horse, Pack. Get on your horse." <laughs> but as soon as I made it to first on that single, you also yelled out at me, "Careful of that quad," <laughs> which was, which I was, was trying good to advice. tell you to be careful. If they care, we care here at CHGO. Turns out it doesn't matter how careful I am. If it's going to go, that quad's going to go. Matt zero to More 60, often than man. not this season, yeah. the quad went. Matt, Matt is zero to 60. <laughs> He's on that field. That competitive juice takes over, and that's what you get. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that tailgate. tailgate. It'll be a lot of fun. Check it out. September 25th. Uh, the Eventbrite uh, link is on our website, allchgo.com. I believe it's also in the description of this yes. YouTube here episode. All Check facts. it out there. Um, and join us. Come hang out with us. Come hang out. Bears Nation. Trillennium. Woo! Um, all right, guys. So the Bulls made it official uh, via Sham Sharanya's tweet uh, late last week. The Bulls are using their second two-way roster slot on Malcolm Hill, mm. a two-way player, two-way contract for the Bulls last year. Uh, 
Uh, he averaged 3.4 points in 10 and a half minutes over 16 different appearances with the Bulls last season. There was some speculation there. You see the official announcement from Shams on your screen there as to what the Bulls might do with that uh, uh, second two-way spot because they did months ago announce that Justin Lewis got the first yeah. one. Yeah, they did. Um, what do we think about this news? Are we happy to see Malcolm Hill back? Um, I'm just now finally getting over what he did to me in one of my bets late last season. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a good player. He's he a good is. player. Uh, then you also see, uh, thank you, Joey, what he did in the G League appearances. Yeah. Uh, eight games for the Windy City Bulls. Those are some solid numbers, especially when you look at his shooting splits. Nothing to sneeze at right there. And the most important one is the 40% from the three-point arc because we know Bulls are going to need all the three-point shooting uh, that they can get. And, I mean, it, oh, it didn't feel like he wasn't on the team, like, during this whole offseason. I was always seeing Malcolm Hill, like, right. all the time. I would see him with the team, whether it was summer league stuff, whether it was just him working out in those videos. You were always seeing Malcolm Hill around. So, and they did extend him a qualifying. Yes, correct. So he was a restricted free correct. agent this correct. whole summer. So, yeah, it, it, was like, it wasn't like he wasn't, you know, there. He was always there. And it's good because that means he already had the rapport with the team mm -hmm. and the guys like being around him and they enjoy Malcolm Hill. So yeah, it's, it's a no brainer. And he also brings a little toughness also on that defensive end as well, giving you some size. Cause he could defend some of those guys as well. And he's, he's definitely one of those motor guys, you know what I mean? Like he's tough, you know what I mean? He likes to get into it and he can shoot a three pointer and yeah, he's just going to help your bench. You remember Dave, when we were in Vegas and we had a chance to talk with him, he just seems like such a good dude. Yeah. Um, he like really started, I think, taking his training, his diet, his like mental and emotional preparation for games a lot more seriously over the last year or so. I just think he's like a good person to have in the Bulls system. And as I try to talk myself into continuity, I think there is something to be said for the fact that they're like, how's that going? Bringing back, bring, <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> bringing back some of the same guys. They're using their two way spot on a guy that was there before. He's a little bit older. I think he's almost 27. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're right, Dave. Like, he can shoot it. Uh, he can defend a little bit. He put up some numbers in summer league. I think he was like around 14 points per game, yeah. four rebounds on pretty good efficiency. So, you know, he's, he's a good scorer. I think when somebody like Lonzo goes down and you just need shooting, three-point shooting in any way you can get it, like you bring back a guy like this who has some size, who knows the program, who knows the system, who can hopefully just come in and give you some minutes when guys get hurt. I think Malcolm Hill kind of fits, fits all those boxes. I don't think he, you know, you saw Jarrett Culver, for example, get signed by the Hawks this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, Certainly, I don't think would help the Bulls in a way that Malcolm might, uh, just given the fact that like he can't really shoot. But it's also like more of an upside play, whereas Hill, which I, I think works for the Bulls in this situation, um, is more of like a safety, you know, rotation caliber player that you can get in there if you need it. So uh, they're they're playing for upside with Justin Lewis, and I like that they went a little bit more uh, win now ready with Malcolm Hill. I do too. Um I mean, it. I think it's a fine move to bring him back on one of these two-way spots, and if called upon, he's a perfectly serviceable, hey, you're up kind of player. I think yeah. we saw that this past season. Yeah. Um, and and especially if he is called upon and can get a little bit closer to that 40% he shot from behind the three-point line with Windy City, because in his 16 games with the Bulls, I think it was down closer to like 35% or something like or Maybe not, even, not, not quite 35%. So... Um, a solid player to keep around. The other part of this to me that's like 
because we hear the Malcolm Hill news, just makes me think of Justin Lewis. Okay. The other guy on a two-way who, devastating news after we saw him displaying some pretty impressive stuff in his summer league appearances. Mm -hmm. We were all really excited about Justin Lewis after we watched him in summer league. He suffers an injury in a, a off-season workout away from the team, and it uh, turns out that he has a torn ACL that needs reconstructive surgery. What? So, Will, I mean, like, I know sometimes in certain, you know, rules with the NBA, if a player has a, a significant injury, the team can apply for, like, injury forgiveness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Does that also apply to players on two-way contracts? Do you know? I mean, like, do the Bulls have essentially a wasted two-way contract spot now with Justin Lewis being out for the year? How does that work? I'm actually not sure what the guarantee status of Justin Lewis's contract is right now. Um, it doesn't say on spot track whether or not his contract this year is guaranteed. Uh, it's a qualifying offer for next year. Um, so we'll see. They haven't cut him yet. And so I think, especially, you know, the, given the fact that they only now just signed Malcolm Hill, like it doesn't seem like they're in any real rush to use that spot on somebody else. I would imagine they want to do exactly what I said with Malcolm Hill. It's just like incorporate him into their program. Like they've had the same coach now for two years. They've had a lot of the same guys on the roster now this will be the second season together. My guess is that they'll want to keep him in the program and just try to develop him as much as they can while he's out and then, um, you know, hopefully re-up next year and see what he can do. But, uh, you know, there could be other guys that come onto the market or, uh, you know, a trade that happens, something like that, where they want to free open that spot and they may be able to cut him. I think the, the number is so small, even if it is guaranteed, that I don't think they would be able to get an injury exception for that. So uh, for right now, it seems like Lewis and Hill are the two guys at the two-way spot. And, um, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate about the injury, but I think that's just kind of where we are right now. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. There were, in summer league, um, and, Will, I don't know if you agree with this, but there were basically four guys for me that I was watching in each one of those games. And that was Daglin Terry, that was Malcolm Hill, that was uh, Marco, and it was Justin Lewis. Like, those were the guys that you were paying attention to the most on the floor. And Justin Lewis just had some moments for you. You know, we, we all talked about that block shot that he had, mm -hmm. um, the dunks that he had. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, the, here's the interior presence, you know what I'm saying, that could help the Bulls. Not saying he was going to walk in, you know, and do it from the jump, but he had those tools. And I think that's what was the exciting thing about it is we saw the tools that he had. Like, oh, he can actually work on those and give the Bulls something that they don't have mm -hmm. right now at that. So, and that's what hurts it and kind of sets it back a little more uh, for him. And plus, a guy coming in, you know, undrafted. You know what I mean? A guy they, they obviously didn't think, you know what I'm saying, highly of to draft him. You know, mm -hmm. coming in undrafted, being one of those guys. You know, Bulls Nation for Bulls, Bears, whatever team, we love those underdog stories. Right. And him also coming from Marquette. Marquette. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that – played into why people were so upset, you know what I'm saying, about hearing about this injury. And, and he was, like, you know, flirting with the word star at Marquette, mm. uh, especially towards the latter end of his time there. Flirting, yeah. And very easily could have gone in the draft, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be second round or whatever. Like, I think he has the talent to be a guy who could have been drafted and wasn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe should have been drafted and wasn't. And that's why I think Bulls fans were excited. And maybe we got a steal yeah. with Justin yeah. Lewis. Yeah. When you saw what I he could do on that – he had a second round grade on him for sure. And I yeah. think a lot of people even had him towards like the front end of the second round. I'm not sure exactly what happened um, as far as why he didn't get drafted, but like, it's a great example of a team who doesn't have a second round pick 
being able to find a way to get those kind of fringe roster spots filled. And I think he's a player. I wrote about him during summer league. Like if you're, if you're getting a whole column written about you during summer league, I feel like <laughs> that speaks, that speaks uh, at least a little bit to, to my interest in him as a player. So I mean, especially a um, column by the goat. If the goat's now. writing about exactly. you in summer league. Exactly. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but like, it's true. I mean, he, he fits a role. I think that the bulls just don't really have outside of Patrick Williams and mm -hmm. you can't have enough of those kinds of players. So I'm really pulling for him to come back healthy. The, uh, the comparison that comes to mind for me when thinking about this really unfortunate Justin Lewis situation is Max Struess. Okay. Because the bulls had Struess in their, you know, development program yeah. when he suffered a very significant injury yeah. and they cut him loose. Yeah. Uh, and, and like the Bulls at the time had much, much more important things to worry about. They were in stage one of a rebuild post Jimmy trade. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you were an interesting young prospect. You're hurt. We don't really have the time or energy or resources to help you through your rehab to hold on to you as a potential future prospect. So they just cut ties with Struz. And then, like, especially when you saw Struz contributing with the Heat during their playoff run. Um, a lot of Bulls fans are like, oh, my God, I can't believe we cut Max Struess and let him go. Like, what a, what a misstep. It's like more important things needed worrying about than Max Struess at the time. Yeah. But now fast, fast forward to the present day, and you wonder, are the Bulls with this continuity that Will keeps talking about in an established enough place where they feel fine holding on to a guy on a two-way roster spot because they believe in him so much, knowing that they will not be able to use him at all this year? As opposed to the Max Drew situation, which was just like, you're hurt. Yeah. Sorry, buddy, but we've got to evaluate a lot of prospects this year. Mm -hmm. We can't waste a spot on you. Well, I don't think there was a real attachment either to Max Struess either uh, from, that front, from the front office. Um, but, Justin, I mean, you just get here. Right. You know, we just get you, and we don't even see you on the floor yet. So, Max Struess, you had an opportunity to see. So, at least they could be. And I'm not saying it was a lot opportunity, but it was enough for them to make a decision. Uh, with Justin, you just you you simply don't know. You know, we know what it might be, what it could be, what excites us. Mm -hmm. You know, what gets you in in the thrillinium papers. Right. But we we don't know enough to say, okay, this is who he is, and we can make a decision about it uh, going forward. And with Max Struess, the minute I found out he went to Miami, I wish I, I'd have to go find a tweet. But I said, this is the perfect place for him. He will thrive here. I tweeted that immediately. Cause you can you just you say just that about it. every player who goes to Miami because nope. you're obsessed with Miami culture. Jimmy Butler and Max Struess are the only two I said it about. Okay. I was like, this perfect. This is perfect for both of them. You know what I'm saying? It'll work. But Max Struess, you just knew it'd be perfect for because he was a shooter mm -hmm. and, and the type of style that they play, they're not gonna ask him to do anything great. And the fact that you're they're gonna hype up what you do best will allow you to showcase all the other assets of your game because yeah. your confidence will be so high. And you saw his confidence was out of this world. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I thought he'd be great there. I'm happy he's healthy, and I'm happy uh, he's performing there. But I understand why they moved on. Yeah, I mean, they were in a situation at that point where they were just trying to get as many, like, evaluations of young talent as they possibly could because this was, like, the dead of their rebuild, right? Like, they, this was, like, the early Boylan late Hoiberg years where they just needed to try guys out and see if they could stick. And like, right. you go down for a season like that with an ACL, it's really hard to do that. So I hope what you're saying is right, Matt, that like, because they're in a position now where they can like sit on the talent that they have, they're comfortable with the roster that they have, obviously like continuity, uh, then hopefully that, you know, that allows them to, to stick with Lewis. But 
Uh, it's also a different front office. It's different management team. So we don't really know how they'll respond to this, but certainly like from the fans perspective, like don't make the same mistake twice. Definitely is something that you start to worry about. Uh, okay, so that's that. Just a little tidbit of news as far as the Bulls and their two ways. Welcome back, Malcolm Hill, even though you never really left. Hey. It's official. He'll be back on one of those two-way spots this upcoming season. Coming up next, we're going to talk about this ESPN NBA survey that they mm-hmm. conducted with NBA scouts, GMs, coaches. Ouch. With some big questions about what's going to happen in the 22-23 NBA season. Mm-hmm. But first, Big Dave. Yeah. A word from our friends at what time is it? Game time. Who? Yeah, it's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score those best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. So if you want to go see my man Lucky Day, if you want to go see Green Day, or if you want to see Javante Green, <laughs> all of these things you can get right here. Javante in concerts? Oh, you want to see him play? What? You want to see him play ball? I know. I want to see Javante in concert. Actually, you know what? Javante in concert would probably be pretty entertaining. I bet it would be amazing. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if he can rap, sing, or what, but hey, I'm showing up. Because it's Javante Green. Oh, what if it's Javante Green with Green Day? Oh. 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 Game over for me. Oh, I'm in. I'm, I'm spending in. all my money. Oh. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat that you thought you could not afford? That 50-yard line, courtside, or sitting with, with Thrillinium where he sits mm. when, he's, when he's taking those notes? Fancy have you will. dreamed of this moment? Because I know I have. And I did it in the Summer League, and it was awesome. <laughs> Floor seats at a concert? It's possible. All of this is possible with the Game Time app. It's the biggest last-minute price drop that could be found on seats that you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets. I'll say it again. You won't find a better deal on season tickets for the Chicago Bulls. You won't find it, all right? You do it here at Game Time, y'all. And just like at CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans. And they guarantee you the lowest price. So if you love CHGO, then you love game time. It's just that simple. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join the 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score, yes, the best seats to all your favorite events. Because as Matt said, what time is it? Game time. Who? Shout out Randy Brown. <laughs> I when I saw that we had a new sponsor that was called Game Time, mm-hmm. I was so happy. That's immediately what I was, was going like, to do. That means I yep. for the rest of yep. our for however long our partnership lasts, that's what it's going to be. I just get to yell what time is it yep. all the time. And I'm glad we're on the same page as and usual. Fellow Bulls fans of the '90s yep. will know what we're talking about. Yep, because that was my first thought. <laughs> I was like, I'm, we're going to say Game Time, food. dude. When my <laughs> brother and I are hanging out and getting psyched up about anything, like we can be like we were playing bags in the backyard at the Mish house. Uh-huh. And my brother and I would be flex. like, what time is it? <laughs> Trying to psych ourselves up. And you would say, game time, who? <laughs> you got to have the who at the end. That's have important. To. That's how you win championships, Dave. Yeah. By asking <laughs> your fellow people what time it is and having them respond in a loud bellow. Yeah. Game time, who? Will, you sure you're trying to come back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> I don't blame you, But, man. Will, it's game <laughs> Not, time. Who? It is. It's, it's game blame, time man. who? It is. It is game time. It's not just game time. It's game time who? That's important, man. Who? That's important, who? sir. Who? Game who? time. What? Game time. <laughs> Where? The tunnel. <laughs> 
September 25th. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. ESPN survey time. Let's do it. Um, so the, they've been doing this every year for uh, uh, several years now where they will pick a random assortment of NBA coaches, NBA executives, and NBA mm-hmm. scouts and ask them questions about what they think they're going to see happen in the upcoming NBA season. Categories like best player. Who's going to be the best player five years from now? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the rookie of the year? Who's going to be the best rookie from this class five years from now? Yeah. Who's the favorite to win MVP? Mm-hmm. Who just had the best offseason as far as franchises? Who just had the worst offseason? Who's going to get to the NBA Finals from the East? Who's going to get there from the West? And who's winning it all? Okay. Spanning a lot of different categories and yeah. a lot of questions. You know how many times the Bulls as a team or individual Bulls players made appearances in the results of this survey? How many, Matt? Goose egg. A zero. So I guess immediate positive spin. They weren't on the list of play, uh, of teams receiving votes for worst offseason. Yes, yes. That is the best thing you can say <laughs> about the Bulls in the results of this survey. Been just the just zone. scooting right down the go, middle Will. of the lane. Yes. <laughs> they did it. They avoided that, and that was important. Um, I Victory. Wa- I wasn't too surprised no. that they weren't on anything on here, only because we know how ESPN has felt about the Bulls. Uh, when me and Matt used to do lockdown, we talked about it a lot. You know, we the DeMar DeRozan Gross stuff. Gross indifference. You know, the amount of wins they would have. I mean, just like you just thought they stunk. You know, right. Tom Bontemps and all his things that he said uh, about them. Um, yeah, man, like it, it, we just – I just wasn't shocked. Bontemps. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't shocked that the Bulls didn't appear. But I was very happy about what Matt said, that any of the negative stuff that the Bulls didn't show up on either, not even as a tie – or anything like that. We didn't see the Bulls on here, and I was happy about that, Will. Well, they didn't do anything, so it was hard to do anything wrong. Yay. Can't but do anything some right? Could, I think, some could have foreseen them and their pretty much stand pat other than Drummond and Dragic as doing something wrong. Exactly. Because they did nothing. They could have said yeah, that was that's, terrible. That's, yeah, that's kind of where I am, I think, with the offseason in general. is just like – Especially when you see the Cavs making these huge swings for Donovan Mitchell and the Hawks for DeJounte Murray. It's just very difficult to see your team stand pat. But I think they're also just in such a difficult spot right now where it would have been very hard to make a move, not knowing what's going on with Lonzo, uh, just without very many draft picks to be able to trade. It's just a difficult spot. So uh, I I think it is not a great offseason. I think it's more towards bad than good. But... Certainly not, you know, they didn't make any grave errors that will, like, set them back a really long way. So I don't, I don't think you could be, you know, quite that far down. Yeah, I agree. You know, the one thing that – well, a couple of things stood out to me on, on this survey just looking at it. The first question, who's the best player in the NBA right now? I mean, it was Giannis by far and away. Giannis you know, received all 11 votes. of 15 votes. Yeah. Steph got three. Bron got one. That's the one for me. LeBron getting a vote. As the best player in the NBA still in year 20, still getting a vote to say you're still the best player in the NBA. I was like, uh, how good is this Was that anonymous NBA coach slash scout slash executive Rob Palenka who cast his vote for LeBron (laughs) James? Maybe it could be. Who knows? You know, but I thought it was impressive. I just, I find that impressive that you can still make that argument for him to be the best player in the league, even in year 20, man. The interesting thing about that category to me, though, Dave, who do you not see on receiving votes? Jokic. Kevin Durant. Or Jokic. 
or Jokic. <laughs> people are like, they gave him two MVPs. NBA media is like, we're never talking about Nicole Jokic ever again. <laughs> right. Shout out and condolences right. to our friends at DNVR Nuggets. <laughs> but Kevin Durant split first place votes with Giannis in this poll last year. Yeah, he did. Coming into the 21-22 season. Yeah. A year removed from that, not a single vote for Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of that had to do with the Kevin Durant drama cycle of the offseason. And, and even in here, they mention it. Uh, talking about that, like you said, the even split, uh, one of the executives said, I think Durant is the most talented guy because of his shooting and scoring ability, but Giannis's will, the human, the winner, the mentality, the everyday effort, raising the effort of guys around him, it's hard to top that. That sounds like the ball-headed men has had a The human. <laughs> the, the human. I mean, come on. The like human. Disney Plus special, Giannis. Right. <laughs> the human. You know, like like KD don't have a thunderstruck. You know no. what I'm saying out there? Giannis is a machine. He's, yeah. I mean, KD is a machine. He's not a human. He's the Tin Man he from also, the Wizard of Oz. He also plays every game. Like, it, I don't think you can really say that about – I mean, Steph missed time last year. LeBron missed time. KD missed, like, almost a third of the season. True. I mean, these guys just, like, it's very difficult to be the best player in the league. And there's a difference between 82-game players and whatever it is, 16-game players, right? Like, the playoffs oh, is a different beast. And I maybe would still take LeBron over just about anybody else in the playoffs. Maybe not. But, like, yeah, Giannis, it's like, I think it's kind of a no-brainer to me at this point. Like, Giannis is, we are in Giannis's league at this point. It has been for the last couple of years. Giannis is lead. How many MVPs do you think Giannis will finish with, Will? He's got two now, right? He's got right? two now, right. Back to back. I would say at least four. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's like on pace to easily be a top 10 player of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't he, isn't he still only like 27? He's super He's 27. young. That's ridiculous. So ridiculous, man. Um, and you look, shout out to Steph for getting those three votes. I think he, Steph could have gotten a bigger share of that vote. By the way, he did just finally win himself his first finals MVP. Yeah. Getting his team back to being the champions of the NBA when most everybody counted the Warriors out at the start of this past season. They did. They definitely everybody did count them out. You, Matt. Everybody <laughs> counted them out except for you, Matt. <laughs> you got to get Matt in there. I know a thing or two, Will. Uh, the other two yes, things that, that we're here that's – were interesting to me. One, it just was interesting not to see his name was Kawhi Leonard. It was just interesting not to see his name. I, I on, think on anything re- recency like this. bias and yeah. the recency bias being the, like people forget that Kawhi Leonard correct. is a is a person. Correct, or person or player because you know he sat out. You know the injuries and the things like that. I get it. You know what I'm saying, but it's just the fact that his name isn't even on there. Knowing he's going to be well rested and be back. You know to right. play this year, but even. Even, like, before last year, which he obviously missed the whole season, last uh, 2020, 2021, 52 games. 2019, 20, 57 games. Before that, 60 games. Before that, nine games. Like, he just doesn't play. And I think you can't expect him to play. I think the Clippers have 15 back-to-backs this year. Like, you can probably chalk him up to miss at least 10 of those, if not more. He's (laughs) he's not going to play. Kyrie, like, these guys just don't play basketball. Right, exactly. Every single game. It's crazy. And, then, and, you know, could have also factored into to Kevin Durant's, uh, you know, lack of votes. Uh, DeMond, in the comments, I see he says six uh, in the response to how Giannis? many MVPs for Giannis. I agree with Will. Uh, with it's, po- it's certainly possible yeah, that he'll sure. get six, but they spread him around, right? Yeah, they like, do. Jokic ain't three-peating an MVP this upcoming season, even if he has, like, a great season. Yeah. And the Nuggets are, like, a top three seed. In the- They're just not going to do it. Um, but speaking know. of Kawhi, uh-huh. the other thing about these serve, this survey and its responses 
that jumped off the page to me. Well, let's see if we're on the same. They line. may not believe in Kawhi Leonard, but they sure as hell believe in the Clippers <laughs> because the Clippers received the most first place votes of who's going to come out of the West with eight ahead of the Suns and Warriors with three votes apiece and the Nuggets getting one. The Clippers lead in votes for who's winning the chip with five. Wow. Wow. Bucks four, Celtics four, Warriors two. The Clippers <laughs> with Kawhi, I never play middle name, Leonard. John, what do I have left middle name, Wall. And Paul, sometimes I play, George. People are buying in on these Clippers, and I don't understand why fully. They've been wanting to buy in on the Clippers for years, ever since Kawhi got there. Ever since that bubble. Was, oh, well, you fought. know, I had him winning the chip in the bubble. Oh, my God. Everybody did. I keep telling people 35% of the reason that bubble was created was to see the Lakers play the Clippers. That's all anybody wanted to see. Like, that's all that's what we wanted at that point. And I'm still mad we didn't get that matchup. That was the matchup we wanted. I'm still upset about that. But it's interesting, Matt. Could have been Joakim's ring. Could have been. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. They screwed Joakim out of the ring. He's right. But it's just so interesting because they haven't gotten past the second round since he's been here. You know what I mean? And it's like every year they're like, yeah, championship contender. Let's put him up there. And they do it all the time. I, I don't know what it's going to look I hope John Wall is, is together, you know, and that injury, you know what I'm saying, is, is not an afterthought for him. And he, he could play much better. But I can't go out and pick them to win championships. You know what I'm saying? When you ain't got to a right. Western Conference Finals, right? Bro. You know what I mean? They, like they because I mean they got it, some. They if it's about them. talent on paper, and yeah. that's why these executives and coaches are so high on the Clippers, why aren't the Brooklyn Nets getting votes? Because if it's about on paper, Brooklyn Nets on paper are like the monsters. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. They they did make the Conference Finals in twenty. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Um, I'm buying on the Clippers too. Like, for what I exactly what I said about. Uh, 82 versus 16 game players like assuming there are no catastrophic injuries Kawhi is playing in all those games and that team is just so deep they have the ability to play every style of basketball they have Zubats and they have you know Marcus Morris who can play the five in a small lineup they have two of the best defensive wings in the league in Kawhi and Paul George they had John Wall they've got depth in the backcourt in the front court, um, and they have a closer like they have a real big time game winner Two of them. guy. And, yeah, I mean, well, we'll see about Paul George. Like he, he Paul George, away, come on. Ooh, don't disrespect Paul George. I'm a huge PG fan, but it has gone one direction I mean, or another, you know? Wh wh what, what really can you have on Paul George's playoff resume coming up big? Oh, no. he was, Remember, he was playoff P, and he was like, he never had a game winner. <laughs> he was like, I'm playoff P, yeah. You got Dame waving him off the floor on the buzzer beater. <laughs> oh, my God. You got so Paul George kind of disappearing in the conference finals against the Heatles when he was yeah. back with the Pacers early yeah. in his career. True. And you, this Clippers experiment has been mostly a disappointment so far. He's been carrying it. So yeah. far, he's, he's definitely he did not disappear against the Heatles. He was the best player. Okay, on Okay, that that's team. not fair. You know who disappeared was Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Put out an ABP on he that. He hit guy. that shot in Game One to send it to overtime. That like deep, deep three. Oh no, yeah. it didn't go to overtime because LeBron had that like spinning layup. But yep. he was he that was his coming out party. He was excellent in that series. He was. He was. He has been very bad at other points in his playoff career. You Agreed. are totally justified to give him that. That's true. And one thing also from the survey I wanted to point out that I just found hilarious because of the time of it was the question, what team will Donovan Mitchell be on the day after the trade deadline? Right. 
14 out of 15 votes were the New York Knicks. 14. And the other vote, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> I was, man, that that got a chuckle out of your boy. Yeah, because this came out like the day before <laughs> right, he was traded exactly, to Cleveland. Yep. Exactly, man. But everybody knew it was going to be those. They just knew it, man. It's got to be New York. No, man. sir. You don't know in the NBA, man. You just don't know, man. That's what makes this league so awesome. You have no clue. <laughs> I can uh, still go to the next. We, we don't know the answer. <laughs> I, I guess that's it. possible. It can still happen. I guess let's, it's possible. Let's double down on it. <laughs> it. It is. It is pretty crazy how royally the Knicks screwed that up, though. Man, like, there's been all it. this different reporting, speculating about like maybe it was about protections on the third of three first round picks that were involved in the deal because mm-hmm. they were willing to throw RJ Barrett in and. And then, like, you know, they just decided, no, well, that's not enough. But the interesting thing being, once the Cavs got them an offer that the Jazz deemed to be significant enough, worthy yeah. enough, they never even let the Knicks counter offer. That's true. They yeah. was like, all right, nope, sorry, Knicks, we're, we're going to Cleveland. Yeah, they were done with it, man. And it felt like the Knicks were like, okay, fine, we're just right. going to get Barrett back and we'll move on. So what are you going to do? Obviously, <laughs> uh, that, that could factor into the fact that the best offseason moves – uh, teams winning the most of those votes in order, Boston, Philly, Utah. Maybe if they had done this poll after the Mitchell trade, more people say uh, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, but true. they already gave Utah some votes just for the Rudy Gobert trade and, and the haul yeah. they got for him. So yeah. maybe Utah finishes first in this poll if they take this poll after the Mitchell trade because mm. they're like, damn, Danny Ainge, you have – 40% of the entirety of NBA draft picks for the next 12 years. And, and can I ask, when they were talking about the teams that had the best off-seasons, how the Washington Wizards got a vote? Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know how that – um, did I miss something? Got, um, <laughs> they got Monte Morris and Will Barton, man. Okie dokie. Uh, <laughs> con- congratulations on being one year removed from Russell Westbrook. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, I, I, that deserves at least a B plus. I mean, I, 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 I didn't get that one. And the Knicks got a vote too, but I, I mean. For Brunson, I guess. I mean, I can see Brunson and Hartenstein and, and re-signing Robinson. And, and that re-signing makes Robinson, sense. yeah. But the Wizards, I just, I, I couldn't get. The Sacramento Kings got one also. Um, I just, I, I don't <laughs> we you, don't like the Bulls. Do we, do we know? Could you vote for yourself on this on this poll? They did not specify in the survey if GMs or coaches could vote for their own for team the or for their own players. Maybe that's the answer to the Wizards one right oh. there. So I hope so. They probably could. <laughs> well, or some of them ignored the rules of asking politely not to and did anyway. Well, it was a panel of 15 coaches, scouts, and executives. So, you know – Different, you know, 15, you know, it's not obviously not 30, you know right? What I'm so, it shortens that number. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that what that was, but that would make more sense than anything, right? Than voting for that team. That that's my squad, and I think they deserve to be on here. Uh, quickly, worst offseason moves, uh, Dallas receiving the most votes, likely with the departure of Jalen Brunson and not mm. really doing all that much else, mm. uh, to build around Luca. Charlotte and Brooklyn. Um, Charlotte, obviously, some of their bad offseason was not their fault. All of the world of trouble that Miles Bridges Fat. is in right now. Fat. Brooklyn with their offseason drama. But, you know, they, uh, they're they bringing back their core that hasn't yeah, played. I, we, we, did the, we did the offseason reviews. I gave them a really high grade. I thought they had a great offseason. Convincing KD to stay. stay is worth some credit. Yeah. Absolutely. 
even though they, they weren't they in any position where they as well as he possibly could. They yeah, didn't have to trade him. The man is under contract for four more years. That's true. Yeah. Um, we already covered the fact that, that everyone's really high on the Clippers. They got the most votes to win the West. The East, seven votes for the Bucks, seven for the Celtics, one for the Miami Heat. Mm. Interesting. No Philly in there. No Brooklyn believers in there. Interesting. Um, I kind of expected Milwaukee and Boston to be the two big favorites of receiving votes for who's going to win the East. Right. Because I think they're the two best teams in the East coming up this yeah. year. Yeah. They, were the, I, they were, in my opinion, the two best teams in the East last year, and I think they're going to be again this year. In this, do you think, Will, like, that Golden State is going to fly under the radar after winning a championship? Because they already Crazy. talked about, you know what I'm saying? They got about two like votes this. out of 15 for who's going to win the champ. It's so wild, man. Like, they just, they just won. Wild. It's the same. I think it's kind of a similar situation to the Bulls where, like, they, they lost some guys and they didn't really – add anybody i mean they got dante DiVincenzo, who i like and who i think will help them a lot um they're just they're so expensive and it's hard to bring back all your talent so uh i think jordan Poole's gonna get better i think they have that championship glow uh i think they're gonna be very good but it's more about it's more about like the rest of the teams around them getting better and a more competitive western conference same as the east so i i mean i think they're getting maybe slept on a little bit but uh, I mean, they're still up there, right? Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're an issue. All right, Steph Curry is a problem. They still have their core intact. You see Wiggins is better. Like, they have a really good basketball team, man. And, and it, you could tell it brought Steph Curry and Draymond and all those guys joy to be counted out and oh, underrated yes. all, all of last yes. season. Oh, my god! All the way up until they were sitting up there at the championship Bro, podium. They like, yeah, loved it. Uh, that's four. Yeah. And what do y'all have to say now? Right. <laughs> we all, we washed up. We don't have KD anymore. Yep. Still got it. Going in the documentary. Love that. <laughs> um, quickly, I love these two back-to-back comments here from Bruno and uh, Garnell. Garnell saying, good afternoon, fellas. Bruno chiming in saying, hello, guys, and good night. So, maybe Bruno's chiming in from uh, somewhere over there in Europe. Shout out, Bruno, man. Where it's getting closer to bedtime. Yes. Paris, um, Bruno. Paris. We, I don't know. I, I've heard that we don't talk about Bruno, or at least you're oh, not supposed to. Oh. Encanto? It's oh, classic. I know, yes, I know what it's from. Have you I'm watched just, it? No, I have not. Watch it. I don't it's have great. to. My nieces aren't the age. That they I guess that's true. Your, your nieces it. are, are at their you know, grown-up yeah. jobs right now. That's right. <laughs> Mine are at nap time that's right um (laughs) so i mean interesting results of these surveys all around quickly before we get out of here the who will be the best rookie from this class in five years paolo uh and chet tied with six votes apiece yeah i jaden ivy got two keegan murray got one ivy jabari smith nowhere to be found (sighs) zero votes yeah for the number two pick right Maybe because his name is Jabari and he was a number two pick. I don't know. Mm. Could be some sort of, you know. Oh, number number three three pick. pick. That's right. Right. Get your hate right. Chat was two. Get your hate right. Get your hate right. Uh, (laughs) I think the the narrative is swinging a little too far on Jabari. He'll be a good player. Yeah, I agree with that. The disrespect on Dalen Terry. No votes for Dalen Terry. What the hell? (laughs) And, oh, man, I don't know. I just hope the Bulls. More bulletin board material for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put it up. So you know, I saw somebody in the stuff, comments so. earlier said, hey, you know, another chip on, on the Bulls' yeah. collective shoulder. More stuff. For being just completely ignored in this NBA coaches yeah. and GM survey. Man. But again, like, 
did any of these categories scream out to you? Oh, there should be a Bulls player or the Bulls as a team as an answer in there anywhere. No. 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 The only thing that I thought might happen is they got to vote for worst offseason because they kind of <laughs> stood pat while a lot of other teams in the East got better. But I'm just saying, when I see the Wizards with a vote for best offseason. That's then, weird. <laughs> I'm like, that is on, weird. what are we doing here? They're going to be a bottom team in the, in the East. Mm. I don't really know why they got credit for that unless it was a member of the Wizards staff. <laughs> shout, shout out to the Wizards staff, I guess. Good looking out. Thanks, Coach. Uh, Will, you are off tomorrow, correct? I am off tomorrow. And then you're back with us on Thursday. Back with you on Thursday. Are you traveling, Will, or, or what? Uh, I'm traveling back home this weekend, but uh, no traveling the rest of the week. Tomorrow, right. though, today's my last day in my 20s, guys. I'm thir turning 30 tomorrow. <gasps> that's oh, tomorrow! Oh, that's oh, why. My there God. we go. There we go. I know. We have to do something. Birthday. We have to do something embarrassing to Will happy on our episode tomorrow to while he's gone. <laughs> so Joey's gonna have a graphic for you. Don't worry. Will. Don't worry. I oh, have you, you know. a gift. I have you a gift, and it's something you're really gonna like. Oh, well, that sounded like something a creepy a murderer would say. <laughs> no, I'll gift. just tell you now. It's an Alperen Shengun T-shirt jersey. <laughs> your favorite player. I've been going back and forth since their fantasy draft. Will's been trying to snake Shangoon away from Joey <laughs> and has I'm not succeeded. So far, so oh, far being the operative. I'm going to get him on the show. I'm going to get him on the show. I'm with all, all right? right. Go for it. I know yeah. he's not a Bulls player, but, but hey, we I'm going to get him NBA on the show. Players, NBA players, yes, we take everybody. Yeah. Well, Will, enjoy the big 3-0, buddy. Yes. You don't look a day yes. over 24. But congrats on hitting that uh, that uh, 3-0. It's fun. The 30s rock. Yeah. Halfway through them myself, and they are just a boatload right. of fun. I really um, hope you're right. Enjoy, en <laughs> enjoy Brazil. Um, thanks and, and appreciation Will. <laughs> to Will for popping in in the bubble. Uh, before we go, Joey, how's that, how's that shorts brew treating you? Oh, man. This uh, Lil Huma. Lil it Huma. Does, it is uh, It's crisp. Uh -huh. It's nice. Nine, uh -huh. Only 95 calories, too. Not that, not that we care, you know? Not that we care but about calories. It's beautiful. I am, you know, I've got a little bit of, I, you know, I probably could have gone with the uh, big Huma. The big Huma. But you just got to no, watch yourself. I got Cubs, Cubs yes, pregame later. I got to drive home. So you know, we're, right. we're all about safety. You, you, drink, you, drink, so you, one, looking at you. you drink one Huma Lupalicious, you're, you're okay. No, no, I'll you, save, you drink one and a half Humas and you start to feel them get on top of you a little bit. Mm -mm. Maybe I'll save it. For when I get home, I'll have a, the big Huma. I brought, I brought Joey a, 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 a yes. my, my self-made variety six-pack of my favorite shorts beers that I brought home. What a just a really thoughtful, nice thing. Not surprised. Pack always and bringing us gifts back. You got what do you get you, Dave? He brought me uh, some of the jam, the blackberry preserves that I love, and he brought me some sauerkraut. Crowd baby, shout out to Farmer White. So we're gonna do some it all. The best sauerkraut in the world. Yeah, man. There's my little homemade variety pack. That's the uh, the pure Michigan autumn ale uh, that uh, is delicious. And here's here's what he, there's yeah. the sauerkraut. There right it is. Here. Farmer White sauerkraut right sauerkraut there. Right there. Great toppings to put on a brat. We're going to be oh. eating a lot of Green Ridge the Farm preserves. brats. Oh, I, got, I have these in my house. Isn't it amazing? Everybody needs their Altonin's jam. It's amazing, Will, dog. I have jam for you. I have beers for you. You got to hurry home. And I got athletic greens for I'm you, gonna Will. I'm going to eat all the jam, and I'm going to drink all the beers, okay? I'm going to drink all the athletic you greens. You got me the jam last time, and I ate it in like two days. So yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why I got you. That's why I brought you a fresh jar back on my most recent trip. Much, much, much appreciated.
Yes, yeah, man. It is delicious. You know I got to take care of my crew. We appreciate it, sir. All right, y'all. We are out until tomorrow. Dave and I will be back in studio. Normal time, 3 p.m. Chicago time, 3 p.m. Central. Hey, Cody's here. Hey. <laughs> hey hi, Cody. Cody. We got some Cubs content coming up for you guys later yes. today. Stay tuned. We got bets today, Cody? We do. Bets, 430? Oh, yeah. Boom. Keep it locked here at CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel if you aren't already. Give us a thumbs up on today's episode. It helps us out a lot. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Shirtless Wonders back. Shirtless Wonders back. He's got a gold chain too, Will. Two watches, <laughs> no shirt, and a ciggy hanging from the mouth. And a gold chain. And a gold chain. Oh, this is the for man. For Joey, for the goat, for Big Dave, I'm back. Appreciate you. Love you, Bulls Nation. Till tomorrow. See you, Red. Be good.